Welcome to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kitchens. I'm a plant-based registered dietitian and virtual nutrition mentor. I was raised on an Angus cattle farm, grew up with a lot of GI issues, and used the power of plant-based eating to promote healing. Here you'll find inspiration, ideas, and encouragement for your own plant-based journey. I'm so thrilled you're here today. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Ashley. And I'm Katie. And today we're talking about seven different ways that you can survive a barbecue when you're vegan or plant-based and the barbecue you're going to is not. So happy Memorial day to you. It is officially summertime. And with summertime comes a lot of cookouts and barbecues and get togethers outdoors, which is a lot of fun, but it can also be kind of stressful, especially if you're plant-based or vegan and maybe even you're, if you're new to plant-based or being vegan and you're going over to people's houses and you don't want to be that odd one that stands out, you want to be able to enjoy the party, enjoy the food, have fun. So we have seven tips, kind of like a survival guide, Katie, would you call it that? <laughs> Congratulations on your first vegan barbecue. Woo-hoo. Yes. Woo-hoo. <laughs> so we're going to give you some seven tips before we get into that though. I do want to mention that Katie and I are hosting a plant-based retreat September 22nd to September 25th. So four days in Durham, North Carolina at this gorgeous, gorgeous home that has a pool. It's on 10 acres. There are therapy animals there. It is like, it is a plant-based vegan lovers dreams. Oh my goodness. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to have educational workshops from myself and we're going to have massage therapists come in. It's going to be a relaxing, rejuvenating retreat, but we're also going to incorporate a lot of self-care, a lot of education, and just a lot of fun and relaxation too, Katie, which I'm so thrilled for. I just want to get all these awesome, powerful women together and have some female bonding. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Agreed. Yes. We're going to do some inner work. It's just, it's going to be a really wonderful time. So if you're interested in joining, there is a wait list below. You can't sign up quite yet, but there is a wait list. So if you want to get on the wait list to just learn more about the retreat, what it's, what's, what it's going to cost, what it's going to entail. Um, we're going to keep you updated as we get things booked and finalized. So if you want to get on that wait list, use the link below to sign up and we will update you as things come along. And then that will be the list where you officially sign up for the retreat as well. So when that's live, we will send that to everyone who's on the wait list first. It's our first one. So we're keeping it kind of small. So there's only 10 spots, but make sure you sign up. So you, if you really want to go, you don't miss your spot. So we're going to keep this group really small and intimate. So you can walk away with just some really deep friendships, which is what I'm really excited for. All right, Katie. So let's (laughs) dive into these seven ways to survive a barbecue when you are vegan. So the first one, which I feel like most of you listening are like, okay, I feel like I know what the first one's going to be. And it's to bring something delicious, like your best vegan hot dog, vegan burger, or even a shareable side dish that, you know, everyone will love. So some of you may remember way back when, when you went to a barbecue and you had to bring like a portobello mushroom cap for your quote burger and everyone would look at you and be like, what is wrong with that person? But nowadays, what's so cool is there are plant-based burgers that sort of blend right in with everything else that's on the grill for better or worse, I guess. Um, but there are over a dozen different vegan burgers and hot dogs to bring. So you can kind of just, if that's what you want to fit right in, if you don't want to bring a portobello mushroom to a, to a barbecue, you can fit right in with a, a vegan burger, which is really fun. You know, there's 
Beyond Burgers, Impossible Burgers, there's Beyond Brats, Field Roast Hot Dogs. Uh, Ashley from Instagram, she mentioned Good and Gather Burgers from Target. She likes those a lot. So there are just a lot of great plant-based meats that you can bring, or you can even make your own and bring those to the barbecue if you want. The secret here is bringing a couple extra and Katie, I think this isn't a secret because I've done this before and people are like, Oh, what is that? What? That's a, that's a vegan burger. So bring a couple extra just in case other guests get curious and they also want to try one. It's a great opportunity to show our meat eating friends that we aren't being deprived one bit. Some of those recommendations come from a post we just said on plant-based meat. And I gotta say the Beyond Meat brats, they were definitely the winner because everybody was saying how much that they love those. So I really like what Ashley was saying is to bring an extra because I think instead of going into it like, oh my gosh, you know, they're gonna judge me, you you better be prepared for them to be curious about it and want to try it. So you want to bring some extra so you can make sure you have enough to eat. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's true too. (laughs) (laughs) And I think most hosts, especially if they know you're plant-based or know you're vegan, or maybe you have to tell them because it's newer to you. Most hosts will be happy to provide a tasty vegan dish or have some like tasty vegan items there, but it's probably a good idea to bring something like we talked about for the grill or just consider bringing a side dish, like a potato salad or veggie kebabs or corn on the cob or Uh, A client mentioned this to me recently, how she loves this time of year, broccoli salad with like raisins and sunflower seeds. And so I looked up a couple of recipes and I marked them because I was like, oh, those look really, really good. Um, We can include one of them, one of them below. Yeah. (laughs) Or even like a fruit salad. So bring enough for yourself, obviously, but bring enough for maybe a couple other people in case there are some curious gatherers there as well. But even if no one else eats any of what you bring, at least you'll have plenty to feast on for yourself. All right, Katie, what's number two? Number two. And I think this goes for any party. You want to be there to offer to take a little bit of pressure off the host and offer to be there to cook something that is plant-based or vegan so that they don't have to take bandwidth when they're already probably a little bit frazzled to kind of accommodate us. See if you can be accommodating to them and be like, okay, as soon as you're done with your burgers, I'll clean the grill and, you know, I'll splash my burgers and broths up there and you don't have to worry about it. And so that way you make sure you're covered, you're taking stress off them, you're being, you know, trying to be flexible and accommodating to, you know, help them out a little bit. I think that's always really nice. Yes. Yeah. So kind of offering to give yourself a helping hand to the host to help take a little bit off their plate. No pun intended. Pun pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Number three is don't feel ashamed. And what we mean by this is when you're at the barbecue, you may get asked a lot of questions, especially if you're there with people maybe that you don't really know, or, you know, your, your friend, the host is bringing in other people that you're not quite familiar with. You may get asked a lot of questions about the way you eat and that's okay. And it's also okay if you don't have all the answers, that is also okay. So what you can do is just be honest, speak from your experience. If people ask, tell people how you feel eating this way. One thing I really like is from Dr. Doug Lyle, who is a, I guess like a plant-based psychologist. Uh, He talks about, you know, if people are really challenging you or, you know, kind of really trying to dig deep as to why you're doing what you're doing. He's like, when in doubt, 
blame your doctor. Just be like, my doctor recommended this for me. And this is why I'm doing it. And usually people are like, oh, your doctor said that. Oh, okay. Okay. That then it must be like a good thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sometimes we just want to be at a barbecue. We don't want to answer a bunch of questions. So that's a good rule of thumb is to blame it on your doctor, change the subject. Oh, look over there, squirrel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep. I, I know. Take, take the heat off you. <laughs> I, Katie, I don't know if you've done this yet, but I've even had some of my clients just be like, just tell them you're working with a plant-based dietitian and this is what they're telling you to do, even though it's not what we do, but you can basically blame us if that's, you know, if it, if it comes yeah. to that. So, yeah. So the overarching theme here is don't let anyone make you feel ashamed about your choices. You're doing what's best for you and not everyone may relate to that and that's okay. So when people ask questions, again, always keep in mind whether they're coming from a place of genuine curiosity. So whether they truly want to know and are curious or whether they're coming from a place of judgment, which will help you respond to their questions. Yeah. And I think nowadays it's much more common for people to be curious. So you know, like I said, like I was saying before, give them the benefit of the doubt and kind of look at it glass half full and don't expect the worst. And a lot of people will actually surprise you. So it's much more mainstream than, than it used to be even just, you know, two or three years ago. So everybody has a vegan cousin now. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. All right. You ready for number four? Ready. Okay. So we talk about this a lot, not looking at our plate as kind of the standard American diet when we go plant-based is to be a little bit flexible about what our plate actually looks like. So if you guys have been in barbecues in the past, you got your, you know, your beans with lard in it and you got your hot dog and your hamburger, and then you got your mayonnaise, potato salad. And so go for the sides, fill up on those delicious veggies. So again, if you're thinking about what to bring, those cold veggie salads are so refreshing and delicious in the summertime. Get all those summer fruits in. Me and Ashley like peaches. Uh, So any excuse to bring something with peaches, oh my God, I want to go to a barbecue and eat peaches. (laughs) (laughs) Don't feel like you have to replace that hot dog with a, you know, a veggie hot dog. If you, if that's not what floats your boat, incorporate those delicious sides and your, your plate. We still want it to be abundant and colorful and for you guys to enjoy it, but don't feel pressure. Like you have to kind of plug and chug to look like that kind of standard barbecue plate. Yep. Yeah. I like that. If you're kind of a low key vegan or like newer to being vegan or plant-based, you kind of just want to fly under the radar. Like what Katie was saying, just load up on some sides, you know, and no one's really going to pay any attention or really notice. So if that's, if that's what you want to do, then that is great. I think that's such a good point. Like we all think that people are thinking about us way more than they actually are. They're thinking about their own stuff. It's true. <laughs> all right, Katie, ready for number five? Yeah. Okay. So number five is to be cautious of tricky conversation. So again, this is if you're in a situation where people are maybe challenging you or they look at your plate and they're like, well, what, what are you eating? You know, so you were invited to this barbecue or picnic because your friends like you, they want to enjoy your company. And so when we say be cautious of tricky conversations, barbecues and parties and fun summer events aren't necessarily the place to be judgmental or preachy. So Katie, I laugh at this because I've definitely done this before. I I put in here in our, our notes to don't stand by the grill and make comments about the smell of dead flesh, which I have definitely been guilty of before. And so 
it's <laughs> maybe not the best moment to explain why you're vegan or why someone should go vegan or why eating meat is quote, you know, not quote good, um, that type of thing. So if someone asks you a question about your diet, tell them kind of like what we said earlier and give a simple answer offer to even speak to them afterward. If they really do want to know more about your lifestyle. And if you want to, like we said earlier too, you can redirect the conversation. Most people are against animal cruelty, or most people want to feel better in their bodies. So keep the conversation or keep the focus on what you have in common with maybe that other person at the party who is asking you questions because most of us grew up eating meat. It can be really hard for other people to wrap their heads around not eating meat. So just remember, because most of us did grow up eating meat, you were once in their shoes and you were once probably like vegans are so weird, or I cannot, you know, imagine like not having cheese or not having bacon, that type of thing, which can be helpful. I come from a family that is from a very rural part of North Carolina in the South. And when we have, when they have a barbecue, I mean, it's like a whole pig in a big smoker thing. So it's like a whole like ceremonial thing. And usually there's fish and bear and venison, anything that anybody's, you know, caught that morning. But you can think about like, when I go there, it's like, oh my God, this is like, this is a lot. So do I hang out by that smoker? Heck no. I have to get over that, or maybe I just won't go to that particular barbecue. Right. Especially those of you who are ethical vegans, I definitely feel your pain. And again, I'm all for advocacy, but usually that is not the place you're not going to change anybody's mind. You're just going to probably, you know, make some enemies if you stand by the grill and just critique everybody. Because guess what? We don't want them to do the same thing, sit by our salad and have a comment every time we take a scoop. So it goes both ways. Yes. Yeah. And to kind of wrap up that whole thought too, of just this number five in general is people are more likely to listen to what you have to say when you express it with kindness and respect versus being judgmental, which goes for a lot of things. So number six kind of builds on number five. We really want to lead by example, meaning if we show people that we're not confident or a little bit concerned about what we're eating, then they may, they may have hesitation. But if we lead by example, where we're like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Do you want the recipe? Like that's a big thing at, in Southern barbecues, like someone brings something and everybody wants the recipe. This is an opportunity to let people know that plant-based food is delicious. It's not weird. It's not just plain dry lettuce, you know, uh, that it has flavor and spice and color. And a lot of times is looks very similar or tastes very similar to the, the animal-based product. So if you come in with confidence and lead by example, that you're enjoying it and that there's nothing weird about it, there's nothing that you have to be ashamed of, then people are going to follow suit. You know, you'd be surprised how many people are going to ask questions because they maybe have considered it and maybe they're not around people. Again, I come from kind of a rural part of the world and maybe they haven't been around a lot of plant-based people. And so it sparks that curiosity. So maybe they think about it or maybe they've heard about it, but haven't met anybody in person. So there's an old quote, is it an opportunity or is it an obligation? So I think it's kind of approaching 
you know, this is an opportunity to not necessarily educate, but just to show people that you're doing great. I think we did a reel on Instagram where vegans are very pale and they're very brawny and they look like death, you know, go to the barbecue and show that you are thriving. Driving, baby. <laughs> yep. That's spot on. And I think leading by example can go really much further than even just like talking, talking the talk. It's like walking the walk can really show people what this lifestyle is all about. Yeah. All right. Last but not least is number seven, and it's consider hosting your own barbecue. So hosting your own vegan barbecue can be a bit more work. Yes. Cause you're bringing people in, you're doing a bit more cooking but it also guarantees that you have plenty to eat and lots of vegan options. Plus, like we just talked about, it's an amazing opportunity to show friends and family that you don't need animal products to have a very delicious and fun barbecue. And if you ask us to bring a dish to share, just make sure everyone understands what dish is vegan and what dish isn't vegan, especially if you have a mix of different people with different diets or different lifestyles, different ways of eating coming to your barbecue. And if you like to entertain like me, that just gives you a chance to make a beautiful label and get fancy with it. (laughs) Yep. Yes, exactly. Maybe people haven't had the opportunity to enjoy it, or maybe they have some preconceived notions about what plant-based food looks like. So if you have this huge array of stuff, especially stuff that they're used to, so they don't feel like they're missing out and they're like, oh, anybody can do this. Well, y'all, we hope you enjoyed this episode on how to survive a barbecue if you're vegan or plant-based. If you like this episode, we would love to hear from you, but also too, we just hope that you have a fun and safe Memorial Day and just a fun and safe and enjoyable summer. Thank you so much for being here, Katie. Thanks for hosting with me as always. All right, y'all. We'll catch you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast today. If you found this episode inspiring, please share it with a friend or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally say thank you. Until next time, keep thriving.